Hello and welcome to episode four, The Ramblings of a Paranormal Madman. I'm Paul Nunn and uh, I'm going to let you know straight off the bat um, a little bit of exciting news for you. Certainly those who follow my Twitter and my Facebook will already be aware of this. Uh, but my new website is officially now live. Um, it's actually been live for a few weeks now, but uh, I've not sort of had the chance on a podcast to tell you all about it. Um, so please, please, please go and have a look. Um, check it out. It's at www.nunnyofficial.co.uk. Um, would love to hear your thoughts, your criticisms, of course. Um, if you, you know, there's any feedback you'd like to give, if there's anything that you'd like to see added or anything that needs changing, um, you know, please be sure to let me know. Uh, I am hoping to add over the coming weeks a little bit more content. Life uh, has sort of got in the way just recently with a few things um, and it sort of delayed the project a little bit. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about adding maybe like a chat forum so you guys can share your stories and talk to each other and whatever else. Um, but see how it goes over the coming weeks. You know, please bear with me. We'll see how it evolves. Uh, but in the meantime, if you could go and take a look for me, let me know what you think. Um, it's www.nunnyofficial.co.uk. And in other news, um, almost on the back of the website, I guess, um, certainly as a response to my to my social media, um, I now have officially been booked for my first solo project of 2021. Um, really looking forward to it. I've been hired by a small group of uh, very enthusiastic uh, ghost hunters, and we're we're going to go around a property in Lincolnshire. Um, I know you ladies are listening um, and I, I know you know where you're going because you've hired me um, and suggested the location to me um, but I just want to say I've recently been around the location just for a sort of a bit of a recce, bit of a heads up um, and I went round at two o'clock in an afternoon, it was in the height of, height of the day, the sun was shining um, but honestly it was an incredibly eerie location um, and even at that time of day it was deathly silent and I mean properly silent. Um, I can only imagine what it's going to be like um, under the cover of darkness. Um, but I'm properly looking forward to it. I can't wait to get going on this one. Can't wait to meet you all. Um, thank you very much for obviously uh, putting your faith in me and, and hiring me for the event. Um, hopefully I'll be able to announce a lot more soon. And of course, if uh, having me come and work with your group or hiring me for your own sort of paranormal um, party, shall we say, if you do want to do that, I'm, I'm always open to um, to working with everybody. Um, please get in touch. Um, the, the, the new website's got all the contact details on there. Of course, via my social media. Um, I'd love to uh, come and work with uh, with more of you. Um, let me know. Come back to me. Um, and here we are, on to, pod- on to the podcast, episode four. Wow, I mean, when did that happen? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know, is the honest answer. I mean, episode four, yeah, it's... It's not a huge amount in, in, in the grand scheme of things. You know, you see shows that have got 30, 50, 100 episodes. So four is just a little touch into the water, I guess. But it still amazes me that you guys listen and you feed back to me as you do. Um, and I've said it before and I'll say it all the time going forward. But thank you to each and every one of you. Um, it really does humble me that, uh, that a few of you take your time in the day just to, just to sort of listen to me and, uh, you know, to, to spend that time interacting with me as well. It, uh, it really does mean the world to me. Um, I've got plans afoot already for episode five, six, seven, and beyond. Um, and this is all in large part to you guys. You know, all the, 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 the I get the confidence for to keep going, um, and for that I will be forever, forever grateful. So thank you to every single one of you. Um, right, but to get started, um, just before I do, um, we've only really got one subject that we want to 
this podcast is sort of dedicated to. Um, but there's just a couple of points that have been sent in recently. Uh, I just sort of want to want to just take the moment to uh, to cover. Um, firstly, Paula, um, you've um, emailed me and you've asked me on social media. Um, I, I do apologise. I'm not ignoring you. I know you've emailed me a couple of times. Um, hopefully, you have now seen my uh, my reply. I sent it uh, the day before yesterday. Um, but you keep asking me about UFOs um, and my beliefs on that one. Um, so just to put it out there on a podcast, because you know, if anybody else is sort of thinking of asking me the same question, um, it's a subject to never talk about. To be honest, um, I am hoping to pick this up on a later episode. Um, but uh, it's it's a, it's a field, shall we say? that I've got no experience in, um, nor would I even pretend to have any experience in it. Um, so it is really difficult for me to give um, an informed um, answer, shall we say. Um, but you asked me what I believe and what I think. Um, well, for me, I think, you know, I do believe, I, I am very open to the, the concept that, that there, there must be life somewhere else and in some form. Um, I think it's almost impossible to think that we would be the only planet in the universe that's capable of supporting life. Um, you know, I, it, it would make perfect sense to me that, you, you know, I, I would find it hard to believe that this, this, the circumstances, shall we say, in our own solar system are perfect for, for, for life here on Earth. Um, you know, you look at the sky at night and you see all the stars and all the suns that are out there in the universe. Um, I would find it hard to believe there wasn't another solar system like ours, um, certainly capable of, you know, planets capable of, of supporting life. I, I, I think it's got to be. Um, in what what form that life is, I don't know. We, I could be talking about bugs and insects or an equivalent. Then again, we could have, you know, full-blown intelligent species. I, I don't know. We, we, we never, well, I don't think we'll know anytime soon, certainly not in my lifetime. Although, you know, as technology advances and space exploration, you know, we're at Mars at the minute and, um, you know, who knows where where our exploration of space will take us. I would like to think that eventually we will find that proof. Um, and I certainly, as I've said, I, I am open to the idea. I do believe it has to be true somewhere and in some form. I don't necessarily think that UFOs um, crash at Roswell. I don't necessarily think that little green men come and abduct us all. I do find them sort of stories a little bit far-fetched, if I'm honest. But, you know, there is so many UFO sightings out there now, and you read about them almost daily, and some very, very convincing videos and things on YouTube. Always sceptical of that sort of thing. You know I am. Um, but, like I've said for everything, um, a belief or, a, you know, a belief has to start from somewhere. So, you know, are all these people seeing the same things? Um, I, I really don't know. I do believe it's possible, don't get me wrong, I, I do believe there is life somewhere. Um, and it would make sense, again, you know, if there was a, a race, you know, an equivalent to a human, shall we say, on another planet somewhere out there, if they're intelligent enough to, you know, be like us or even maybe a higher power than us, I don't know. Um, but surely they're inquisitive as well. Surely they are wanting to explore space as we are. Um, so maybe, maybe UFOs are getting reaching as far as us. Um, I just don't know, but I, I, I'm open to the idea. Um, I don't necessarily think it is um, as common as, 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 as we as a race claim um, for these sightings. But who knows? You know, I don't. 
I'm certainly open to the idea is is what I'm trying to say and I hope that um, does sort of answer the question for you Uh, and maybe you know think about this what if there is a connection between uh, uh, another world and and, and the spirit world you know what if it's possible to sort of what if we're all the same and it's sort of crossing between dimensions I don't know (laughs) we could uh, sort of blow our brains thinking about it but um, to answer your question yeah I'm open to it I do think there's got to be something else out out there um, I would find it incredibly difficult to think we are the only ones um, but in what form that life is I don't know um, secondly a few have asked me and mentioned this one to me a lot um, you know a lot of you do take the time and say you know I'm brilliant at what I do so genuine and honest and whatever else um, and I, I love that I really do I love uh, hearing that sort of feedback but a lot of people recently have started asking me you know why don't I why don't I promote myself more you know why don't I get involved in all these chat forums where people are you know talking about paranormal and talking about evidence shall we call it that um you know real stories what's real what's fake um what what's my opinion on it all and it's a difficult one you know why don't I get involved in these chats well the the simple answer is I don't want to um I don't mean that at all in a bad way um but I just don't want to get involved in those arguments because at the end of the day I'm me um I do things how I do them you know I I do what I do um and I don't really want to in the nicest way get involved in those uh, in those conversations um you know I can only what I I always say I can only I said this back in episode one I can only ever talk about my experiences and my stories um, and that's all I ever want to do um, and yeah maybe I mean don't get me wrong I do see these big videos I do see these social media posts you know and I do I do listen to the stories and, and take on board what people say I just kind of do it for you know mind my own business kind of thing but yeah maybe 95% of what I do see on social media certainly YouTube and TV in my opinion is a load of old rubbish it, it really is um, and that's but that is just my that is just my opinion um, you know a lot of what I see my interpretation is that it is absolutely nothing paranormal um, but you know I, what I'm trying to say I, I'm not there you know I'm not there when this experiment was filmed I'm not there when that investigation was going on um, so therefore I can't put any credibility to it um, don't get me wrong, you know, I, I, it, it could genuinely be happening, but because I'm not there, I can't put a case forward for or against what they're claiming is happening. Um, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not confident enough to be able to say, you know what, that is absolutely fake. They, they've made that up. I'm not there. I, you know, yeah, the, the, you know, you look at science and things like that, and you think that is proves so much of what people in the paranormal sort of world come across. But I'm not there. I'm I'm not going to go on record and say that they're faking something or even that something is generally real, without knowing all the all the circumstances and being there firsthand. You know, and the the only people that actually know the truth are the people that's there and the people involved. So if they know they're fabricating something, then they'll know that. You know, and and no matter how how much of a positive oh this is really happening kind of spin they try to put on it, there's only them that actually knows what's going on. Um, but you know, all I will say is be, is be open-minded um, to to anything that you see, anything you read, anything you watch. But you know, do do try and remember that 
at the time of recording this podcast, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that we could have this conversation in 20 years' time, but at, at this time, there is no confirmed evidence of a ghost or the paranormal under controlled, in controlled circumstances. It, it's just not. There is no proof out there definitively um, that proves the existence of ghosts and, and, and whatever else. It's, it's as simple as that. And, uh, you know, you, you think about that, it's, there is no proof. Um, so, you know, if people are having this activity happen and whatever else, and they're trying to show that to us, then, you know, you, you've, got to, you've got to use your own judgment, I think, is the only thing I can say, is make up your own minds. Um, and I, I say that all the time. I will never force people to think, um, you know, to make a choice either way. I will just give my opinion and, and, and that is it. Um, it's up to you guys to make your own judgment call on what you think is real and what you think is is fabricated. Um, you know, if if you, you're convinced that what you're seeing on these programs, or even if you've gone on an event and something's happening, and you're convinced that what's happening is genuinely paranormal, then I'm happy with that. You know, if that's the decision you've come to, you've thought about it, you've looked at all the options, you're still convinced it's paranormal. Happy days that's what that's what that's what i'm here for um but at the same time if you look at it and say you know what paul that that can't be happening i'm, I'm too rational it's got to be fake it's not real i'm just as happy with that uh, with that judgment because it's you that's made that judgment i'm not going to try and swing you either way um if you ask me my opinion do i think that's fake i might well tell you it is but that will only ever be my opinion it's not uh it's not, uh, you know, it, it, it's my judgment only. Um, and that's what I'm trying to say. Just be open-minded. Um, you know, I mean, I've got stories myself, you know. Um, one particular story that I haven't shared with many people, even in my life. There's only a very few people that know the story. But if I was to suddenly, you know, make a video or talk about that one, you know, there's going to be people that's going to listen to it and go, my words, you know what, Paul, that, that's amazing. That is just the proof that I need. And you're going to go away convinced it's something paranormal. But at the same time, there's going to be half the audience at least that's going to listen to it and think, you know what, that's, that's a load of rubbish, that can't have happened. Um, and therefore, they won't believe it. And that's that's the beauty of, of, of paranormal. You, you have to make up your own mind. Nobody is qualified enough to tell you 100% either way. Um, I know that story happened because I was there. There's one other person that was there. Sadly, they've since passed away. Um, but you know they were witness to the event as well so both of us knew what happened um, but nobody else was there and that's my point nobody else is there when these things are being filmed and recorded there's only that particular team and crew that's there you know be open-minded make your own judgment is all I'm trying to say and as for promoting myself, um, I, I guess for me, it's, it's down to ethic, really. Um, I'm, I'm not looking for a large fan base. I'm not looking for fame and fortune. Um, I do, however, think that a lot of people, not, not all, granted, not, not everybody, uh, but I do think there's a lot of people that do YouTube and do um, various sort of, you know, real in-your-face uh, promotion and whatever else. I do believe, sadly, that they they're convinced that they will get somehow fortune and fame from doing what they do. Um, but that's not what I'm about. Don't get me wrong. I have maybe, what, 200 people listen to this podcast. That's great. That amazes me. That humbles me. I'm happy. If I was to get 20,000, then great, brilliant, happy days, you know, bring it on. And if fortune and fame was to come of it, then of course we would take it. But, you know, 
I'm not going to force feed what I do to you. If you're interested in what I do, great. If you you know if you support me on what I do, great. You know if if you want to come on events, then then fantastic. You know let me know. We'll we'll organise them and we'll explore the paranormal together. Um, but what I won't do, and I will simply refuse to do, is I will not become clickbait for people. I won't constantly be trying to seek your approval, and I will not constantly push what I do in your faces. It's not what parent investigating the paranormal is all about. Certainly not to me, anyway. Um, you know, it, it's it, it doesn't. I don't care how many likes people get. I don't care how many video views people get. Um, that's not what it should be about. Um, and if that's what people are about, then they're in it for the wrong reasons. Um, so that's why I don't promote myself, really. I think, you know what, if you're interested in what I do, come and talk to me, approach me. I'm a normal person at the end of the day. Um, and that's just my ethic. And I think that's how I'm always going to be. You're never going to change my mind on that one. Yes, I am working with a TV company at the moment on a TV show. Happy days. You know, great. I'm really looking forward to it. It's been great to work with those guys. Do I want fortune and fame from it? No, not really. I'm there just to give you know, my honest, um, honest take on things. And that's all I'm ever trying to do. Even with this podcast, you know, I try to be as unbiased as I can just purely give my thoughts, my experiences. Um, so there you go. That kind of covers that one for you. Um, and then the final one, um, is Ed, um, Ed, you've emailed me. Um, Ed's a good friend of mine. So, um, I, I don't mind just answering this one quickly for you just to try and put it out there officially in writing or in, 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 in uh, in, in, in the uh, social media world, whatever you want to call it. But Ed, um, you've asked me who the Stanley Cup winner is going to be for 2021. Now, those that know me personally know I'm a huge ice hockey fan. Uh, playing the game was so much of my part of my life, um, as is my love for the Nottingham Panthers here in the UK and my very bizarre love affair with the Montreal Canadiens over in, uh, in the NHL in North America. Um, and the Stanley Cup, basically, um, for those that don't know, is the top prize in the game. It's the top prize in the Northern League, you know, in the North American leagues. Um, Ed's asked who's going to win. Um, I've got to say that I think despite my beloved Montreal Canadiens actually being in the semi-finals this time, I think it's in the, semi- yeah, the semi-final stage we're at now, um, we're down to the final four. It's Montreal, Vegas, Tampa, and uh, New York Islanders. Um, I think, despite my love affair with Montreal, I, I have to be sensible. And I've got to say, I think the final two will be Vegas and Tampa. Um, of course, I want Montreal to, to, to get there. They've, they, they worked hard and fought to get this far, which I think is what most people didn't think they was going to do. It certainly wasn't expected. We are clearly the underdogs in every game that we've ever we, we've been in this year. Um, but you know we're playing a Vegas machine that um, that just looks ready. Um, yes, it's one-one at the moment. Vegas won game one. Montreal won game two. We're now back in Montreal for games three and four. Anything's possible. You know, I would love to think that Montreal could pull off another upset. We've already knocked out Toronto, who were a, a, a big favourite in my opinion. Um, anything's possible. We could turn it. You know, we could knock Vegas out at this point, um, and then we'd be on to the finals, and then anything's possible. Um, but I think hand on heart, if you're going to put me on the line, I'm going to say that Vegas will be too strong for us down the line. I think it'll be Vegas tamper in the final. And if I had to pick a winner out of the two, I'm, I'm going to say Vegas, I think. I'm going to put my money on Vegas purely because they look bigger and better this year. They came close a couple of years ago when they were beaten by Washington. Um, but I don't know, this year they just look ready. There's a there's a hungerness, you know, a, a, a hunger, an eagerness, shall we say, there. 
Um, I just think they look bigger and better this year. Um, Tampa, yeah, they won it last year and they're always going to be a contender. They've got a fantastic team, fantastic coaches. Um, I don't know. I think Vegas this year just has the edge for me. So if I'm going to stick my neck on the line, I'm going to say here and now, I think Vegas will win the Stanley Cup. But if the hockey gods choose to shine on us, Montreal could bring it home to where it rightly belongs. Um, who knows? It's a game. Anything's possible. Uh, but Vegas, for me, had to answer your question. Right, on to today's topic. It's a controversial one. Um, there's not really a right answer to this, I guess. Um, but today's question is, what is a ghost? So, what is a ghost? Um, I recently put this question out on my on my social media, on my Facebook page, um, and this is just a small selection of uh, some of the replies that I got. Uh, these were all posted publicly, so if you if you've seen them, you'll you'll, um, you'll certainly have, you know either have commented or you've emailed me or whatever. Thank you everybody for your responses. But this is just some of them. Um, Melanie, you said it's uh, leftover energy from someone with unfinished business. Susan, the essence of a person that was once on Earth. Laurie, you said it's the spirit um, that was actually wasn't ready to leave their existence of this life uh, before their death. She believes they have unfinished business, and until it gets resolved, they will be forever um, a presence. Michelle, someone, again, who have uh, not quite finished what they needed to do. Donna, you suggested a demon. Yeah, that's a good one. We could, we're going to come on to that shortly. Um, Janine, a spirit that's not crossed over. Megan, a lost soul. Ed, a myth. A good one, uh, Nicole. An apparition of someone deceased, letting us know they're here and what that, and whatever the way they can. Uh, Chris, our imagination. That one did uh, did make me smile. Um, I've also had pictures of uh, bed sheets draped over children, and um, even a, um, a picture of the uh, Scooby Doo mystery machine on that as well. So. As you can see, a varied, um, a varied response. A few of you seem to be going down the line of the unfinished business route. Um, that's quite an interesting one because when I was growing up, that certainly was um, sort of what I was told. You know, parents and stuff like that. That it was just people who'd got unfinished business. And uh, certainly in some of the movies, you know, thinking back to my childhood, Casper and things like that, they're all apparently spirits with unfinished business. So um, whether that's um, you know a, a common theme from. Um, you know, through life, really, a lot of people seem to have that um, that idea. Um, but you know, it is, there is no correct answer um, basically to that question because I must stress, at this point in time, there is, and I've said this earlier, there is no produced evidence of a ghost under controlled conditions. It's fact; it hasn't been done. So therefore, you know, all these theories—they um, are what they are. They're theories because it's not proven. Um, but you know there is so many different responses and therefore I don't think you can have a correct answer to that question. People's going to have their own opinions, science is going to tell you this, someone else is going to tell you that, believers will tell you one thing, non-believers will tell you something else. There isn't a correct answer um, but the reason I wanted to, to do that via, via the social media was just to see what responses uh, I got and what people's thoughts were. Um, but despite the fact that there is no produced evidence at this point in time, um, you know, despite that, belief in, grow, in, in ghosts grows more and more and more. Um, more and more people report sightings. I mean, in this past week, well, past two weeks alone since I posted that uh, question on social media, I think I've had something like 10 emails from different people, all with uh, 
sightings of, of ghosts and things like that, their own stories, and that's just a selection of people in my local area where I live. Um, you know, you think that's just in one small corner of Leicestershire, um, you know, times that over the, the amount of people in the country and work out an average how many people the, the number is just going to be phenomenal um, and that's um, th that's never going to change um, but is it coincidence you know that all these people are having these sightings is it our imagination you know is it uh, is it our own burning desire to believe in such things is it our minds playing tricks on us or are people generally seeing what they claim who knows you know as i've said there is no evidence at the minute um but there is so many theories so many sightings there just has to be something i'm gonna you know there has to be um one way or another fact or fiction who knows um i don't think we'll ever find out um I, well that's just me saying that I, I don't think we will but um what i thought i'd do with this question was yeah i've seen some of your responses and i know talking to other people what their beliefs and things are um, so what I wanted to do was just try and look at some of the um, some of what's out there in the, you know in in religion and uh, you know talking to ghost hunters and things like that, or what their opinions on what a ghost is or what it could be, um, and just sort of share some of the theories and some of the ideas that are out there, um, and you know just sort of share these with you. So um, I mean I'm not religious. I'm not religious at all you know people who know me um, know that um, I, I'm, I'm not of any particular faith um, I do have my own ideas and my own opinions on you know the afterlife and whatever else um, perhaps we'll share those at another time um, but um, if you was gonna you know let's take the Bible for example if you was gonna ask the Bible what um, you know is there such a thing as a ghost the Bible will answer depending on what you mean by the term ghost if you mean a spirit being, then the answer in the Bible is yes, they are there. Um, but if you mean the disembodied spirit of a person who's died and roams the earth, it will answer no. The Bible makes it clear that spirit beings, both good and evil, do exist. Um, but it does negate the idea that spirits of deceased humans can remain on the earth. I'm not religious, like I say, um, and I cannot remember the exact text, so... I'm trying to think back to my uh, my, my religious studies as a, as a child. Um, please do correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's the book of Hebrews, um, and it actually quotes that man is destined to die just once, um, and after that he faces judgment. Um, the idea, of course, is that judgment is heaven for the believer and hell for the non-believer and the wicked. It's uh, it's written that you know that this happens directly after death, and there's no in between. So therefore, the Bible is saying that you know. Good and evil does exist, but in terms of humans dying and staying on the earth, there is no in-between. You go for judgment, and then it's heaven or hell, depending on you know how good or bad you've been. Um, but the Bible does teach us that spirit beings can connect with and appear in our physical world. These are identified either as angels, so those that are good, holy, righteous, and faithful to God, or, of course, the demons, who are the fallen angels, those who rebel, become evil, attempt to destroy and deceive us all. You know, who knows, perhaps ghosts are these demons. Um, do they have the power to masquerade as angels, impersonating humans, in an attempt to lead people away from God? That certainly seems to be a theory that um, a lot of people I've spoken to, certainly um, with a strong religion, certainly have that, um, that opinion. Um, you know, could this be why paranormal activity occurs? You know, it's to lure us, to deceive us. Um, and when a medium is speaking to a spirit, you know, could that be a demon, you know? plotting to add plotting our downfall 
who knows, it's certainly food for thought. Um, in pre-Islamic and Islamic mythology, um, it's also referred to in, in, in that as a jinn. Now, a jinn is a supernatural creature, born neither as a believer or a non-believer, but born into existence. Um, in folklore, um, certainly Islamic folklore, um, these jinns are, are responsible for illnesses, disease, possession, um, and even death. Um, and although such traits, I must say, don't appear in the Quran or even the six articles of the Islamic faith, but angels do. Um, and speaking to a couple of friends of mine who are of the Islamic faith, um, they didn't want to come on the podcast, but they've agreed to sort of let me share what they, uh, what they said. Um, but what they basically told me is that it's a very similar stance to that of the Bible, where, you know, upon the death of, uh, upon your death, the spirit leaves and awaits judgment. Now, they believe that, um, that the spirit resides for 40 days in, uh, in, in Baza, um, which is sort of an in-between ether, shall we say, between the worlds. And after 40 days, they, they come before Allah, they get the judgment, and it's either paradise or hell. Um, but again, they've stressed that once you enter into the Baza, there is no way the spirit can come back to the earth. So again, similar to the Bible, you know, that there is no in-between. You die, you go for judgment, heaven or hell it is. Um, but they did say, I mean, they did both stress that they are open to the possibility of ghosts. Um, but they agree it would go against sort of their recognised belief. And they did say that, you know, if they saw it to believe it themselves, you know, it would it would certainly um, be, they would be open to it, um, but it would never be an accepted recognised belief. Um, another friend of mine who's a, a Hindu, um, he said to me that they are much more open to the belief in ghosts. He says, you know, growing up in India, um, he was told repeatedly by grandparents and older members of the family various ghost tales and stories about um, loved ones and whatever passing on and coming back to see them um, and he, you know he did stress that in Hinduism they are much more open to the belief in ghosts um, but I'm not getting too bogged down into religion and religious beliefs um, you know I'm, I'm not a, an expert on either this is just what I've sort of read and seen and, and, and spoke to people about but could the angels and hell uh, the angels and demons thing be a good way to explain ghosts it certainly is a plausible it's a plausible option you know, could it be that we are actually looking for demons and communicating with demons rather than actual loved ones? Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I mean, it certainly, you know, makes you think, doesn't it? Um, you know, if these creatures were um, in existence, um, you know, maybe, maybe we are being deceived by everybody. Um, but like I say, I'm not religious, so I'm not getting into that. I just wanted to share... Um, you know some of the um, some of the beliefs and theories that's written and, and whatever in in religion. Um, on the other hand, of course, you've got ghost hunters and believers. Now they will typically relate to the theory that a ghost is a human spirit. Um, for whatever reason, it's remained on the earth. And um, depending on the theory, of course, um, what most sort of um, people working in the paranormal and mediums and, and paranormal shows and whatever will do is they'll try and categorise the. Um, the, the, the theories or the ghosts into different sort of categories. Now, I thought we'd just look at those briefly. Um, again, just to give you an idea and, and sort of a, um, a, you know, an insight into what people, um, you know, certainly ghost hunters and whatever, what, what they believe. Now, um, the most common is said to be an intelligent haunting. Now, this is where it's believed that the spirit, perhaps of a loved one, friend or whatever, has come back for some reason, suggesting that they may have a message to convey to us, 
or they could simply be here for the love and protection of a family member, spouse, or of course there could be some uh, some emotional tie to the earth, um, you know, that's that's making them want to stay. Um, you know, that does sort of stretch down the uh, unfinished business kind of theory. Yeah, it, it works there certainly. Um, but of course, in reality, um, if um, you know, these spirits do come back, they cannot carry out the purpose, and therefore the theory is they simply get stuck here. Um, another example, you know, when a spirit doesn't actually know they're dead, you know, it's claimed that in, in instances where the person dies instantly, you know, really suddenly, um, you know, they, they're sort of yanked out of the body, as you see in movies and things like that, um, that's a spirit doesn't know that they're dead. Um, you know, they sort of roam, roam the earth confused, looking for answers and, and never really getting them, and as a result, they're also left here trapped as well. Um, a lot of people I've spoken to certainly think that um, you know spirits in that situation that they sort of don't know they're dead. They try to go around, you know, doing their own, you know, carrying out their own business, keeping themselves to themselves. Um, and you know, the, certainly the theory is there that if you're in a house where doors are rattling, objects are moving, knocks, bangs, things like that, um, people think, "Oh, I'm scared. They're trying to scare me out of my house." But how about the theory that? If they are confused, they don't know why you're there. Um, so you know, perhaps they're not trying to be scary. They they just simply cannot they cannot understand what's happening and why you're there. And um, you know, look, it, it, it's a possibility. It really is possible. Um, but you know, they all everyone I speak to, and certainly me myself, if there is going to be an intelligent haunting, it is believed that that, if it exists, is the spirit that you can interact with. And communicate with so if you're asking for responses knocks taps whatever it would have to be an intelligent haunting to get um, to get some sort of response you know think about it as well if an intelligent haunting is able to reply with knocks and bangs to your questions then Surely the, the idea is that if they're intelligent enough to do that, they're intelligent enough to do that anyway without you asking for it. So, you know, if you're going around your daily lives, you're not investigating, you're just sat at home doing whatever. Um, people report to me all the time, oh, I'm getting objects moving at home, I'm getting knocks, I'm getting bangs, things are moving. Um, well, well, yeah, I mean, if, if you expect an intelligent haunting to be able to reply when you're asking for these things to happen, then surely they've got the ability to do that when you're not asking. That would make perfect sense to me. And, and yeah, I'm very much of the, the, the idea that if a spirit does exist, they're going to, as people said in the response to the question earlier, people, you know, they, they, they're going to want to say, hello, I'm here. They're going to let you know that they're around, especially loved ones and things like that. If they're returning to, to visit family and whatever else, they're going to want to let you know they're there. Um, and if knocking something, banging something, moving something is the only way they can do it, then I believe that that is what they're going to do. Um, so there you go. That kind of summarises the um, intelligent haunting. There is a couple more to sort of explore. Um, the second category that a lot of you will come across, especially watching TV shows and whatever else, um, is residual hauntings. Now, a residual haunting, it's said that at the time of death, the emotion of a person and the surroundings and the energy going on um, has the ability to, to take a to take a photo almost, you know, to store a video, shall we call it, of these, the, the, the circumstances around the death. Um, it's theorised that somehow this energy leaves a permanent impression on the atmosphere behind, and when the conditions are correct, 
it has the ability to replay the event, almost like watching a video back on TV. Now, you know, I've come across this theory a lot, and I certainly use it when I'm talking to people about things like war zones and battlefields and things like that, where, as you can imagine, the you know these young boys and young men that are dying in these battlefields centuries ago, you know, just, just try and imagine the, the intense stress and the emotion and the the noise and the shouting and the, the, the pain and the negative energy, the hatred that's, that's all going on in that situation. If it does indeed have the, the ability, energy to harness and, and burn an impression onto the, onto the atmosphere, then that would make perfect sense. Um, you know, you can't imagine what these young men would have gone through. Uh, or anybody at various stages in their life you know it, it doesn't have to be a negative energy certainly with a battlefield it, it would be um, but you know it could also be a happy memory you know if a person walks a particular path in, in life you know they've got a lot of love for a particular place or a particular thing they did then that would also make sense that that energy can somehow be harnessed and uh, the conditions are correct it can obviously replay, I think, is what the idea is. Now, you know, you'll hear this, such things theorised in, in, in things like stone tape theory, which is said that, uh, you know, rocks and bricks and stone have the ability to harness this energy. Um, you know, and, and residual energy doesn't always have to be an apparition. Um, it could be a noise, you know, think about things like cannon fire or, oh, I'm, he I'm hearing boots walking. It could be, you know, it's a residual, a replay. So them sort of things would make perfect sense. And the suggestion that a replay of a residual haunting is a replay would therefore mean that you can't interact with it as well. You know, in intelligent haunting, you can look for responses, ask questions, whatever. They're aware you're there. But with a residual, they're not aware that you're there. You know, you think about you're watching your favorite TV program. Um, and your favourite character comes onto the screen. If you wave at the TV, they're not going to wave back at you. It's a recording. And the idea of the residual energy, the residual haunting, is exactly the same. It's just replaying an event, and therefore they can't interact with you. And I think that is why you get people say, "Oh, I've seen a ghost, but it, it, it walked through the wall," or you know, "It's I, I've seen I've seen um, the feet of a ghost, and they're they're walking in the air." which doesn't make sense because, you know, there's nothing there. Well, it's a replay. So, you know, when that spirit died, they walked that particular corridor. There was a doorway there. They would turn and walk through that doorway as they did at the time of death or at the time of the replay. Just because the building has now changed, there's no longer a door there, the staircase has moved or whatever, it doesn't matter to them. It's a replay. And I think that is why you get this impression of spirits walking through walls, whatever else. And also the old fashioned classic story. Oh, a lady committed suicide. She jumped off the top of the turret. Yeah, that replay is going to happen. The turret might not be there anymore. But the, the, the idea, the, the replay of the event still happens. And that is why you get those those, those images. It, it, it makes perfect sense to me. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm just surmising, it's my opinion, and, and like I say, it's what, what I've heard, what I've read, and whatever else. Um, but what do you guys think, you know? Um, are you seeing residual hauntings? Have you got an intelligent haunting? Um, let, me, let me know. Um, and, and, and finally, um, one that I'm going to touch on because people will have heard of it. Um, you know, and that is elementals. Um, now, elementals, many ghost hunters will refer to an elemental as an intelligent haunting, but these spirits are usually classified as demons or non-human creatures. 
typically associated with being evil, but at the same time, you know, there are such things as angels, uh, you know, angels sent directly from God, and they're here to safeguard our world, and typically, you know, the idea is they're forged from either earth, water, fire, and air. Um, I'm not an expert in this field. I've been doing um, investigations for almost 20 years now, and I've never once encountered such a spirit, such an entity. Um, and therefore I've got no experience that I can draw on. But I wanted to mention it because typically they are referred to as demons and whatever else. Um, and it is an elemental is something you may come across when you're watching TV and reading various things. Um, so that's the three kind of categories that ghost hunters will tend to look for. Is it a residual haunting? Is it an intelligent haunting? Or could it be one of these elementals? Now, as you know, I'm a very skeptical, skeptical of most things, um, but I am willing to say that you know I, I, I am open to believing that spirits and ghosts exist. Um, it would make perfect sense, especially in the intelligent um, and residual hauntings. Um, you know, intelligent uh, hauntings for, for spirits to be seen and heard. But I do think the residual haunting theory is a logical one as well. Um, but you know, ghost hunters, paranormal investigators, we we do what we do because we we always look for that for that proof at the end of the day. Um, you know, I think all the things I've accomplished over the years, I still seek that proof, that absolute confirmation, and, and that is why you know a lot of us do what we do. Um, do I believe that sightings are as common as people claim? No, if I'm completely honest, um, I, I'm open-minded, as I've said, to believe that, that sightings and whatever is possible, there's got to be something in it because there is so many of them. Um, but I do invest in the science, and as I've said before, you know, take into account people's emotions, the state of mind, the medical condition, um, are they hallucinating? Is it our own imagination? Is it pareidolia that they are sort of seeing things, but the brain's interpreting it, you know, interpreting as something that it's not? Um, I think some one or all of those factors contribute to most of what people see. Um, but I've said before, what if, you know, what if what they're seeing is genuine? You know, what if there is a connection, a door, a glimpse of the afterlife, you know, or even into another dimension? What if ghosts were real? You know, I'm just going to leave it there. What if? Um, <laughs> what if exactly um, I'd love to hear from you um, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are your theories um, you know what you guys think um, but hopefully sort of just covering you know the religious aspect and the, the sort of categories that uh, ghost hunters will try and refer to hauntings as um, kind of answers the questions as to what a ghost could be um, but let me know it would be awesome as always to hear from you um, you know, do feel free to contact me via Facebook and Twitter. Twitter, of course, at NunnyOfficial, uh, or email me NunnyOfficial at Outlook.com. And of course, we've now got the website, um, which is now finally live. Just to remind you, not that you needed it, um, www.nunnyofficial.co.uk. Um, but I think, to be fair, I'm going to leave it there. It's going to be great to hear what you guys think about it. Um, thanks for listening and of course taking the time allowing me to share this podcast with you until next time take care everybody be safe and I look forward to catching up with you all soon